last we left our heroes. You had much to do, and time was slipping away fast. After a brief discussion, you settled on the path of another relic of the Fate Swarm, the journey to find Pedzu's fate in the long-lost uh, long Alabaster Tower. With the key provided by Mephistopheles, you began thinking about where Mordenkainen would frequent in his heyday and where you could find access. Ultimately, the Platinum Sanctuary, the place you know him to have created and curated an impressive library and study, seemed like a good place to start. Teleporting to the sanctuary, reuniting with the dragonborn keeper Uthkadar, your growing adopted owlbear, and the studious Damascus. You had a moment of catching up and then got down to business, needing to learn as much as you could about Mordenkainen. Uth recalled stories and memory of his time interacting with the mage, his abrasive attitude, but also his determined mind, while Damascus found a tome or journal written in Mordenkainen's hand, detailing his pursuit and creation of a Tower of Doors the place of his own creation to the outer plains and places around Vesaria from which he would traverse with these specially crafted keys. With that in mind, you began searching for signs of hidden doors or spaces that the wizard may have tucked away, giving access to his tower. Hondo, helming the search, found a number of antique trinkets worth good coin, but also an alabaster clock that seemed to hold some further secrets that he could not quite crack. Together, you deciphered it, uh, it indeed contained the mechanism or lock in which your key needed to be inserted. But it was Mary who solved that it was indeed a, a place in which uh, it would need to serve as a lindle above the door that you sought and place it atop the mantelpiece over the fireplace. It snapped into place and like that, as if it was part of the existing stonework and its face opened to reveal a keyhole. With that, your path was found, but going through not at full strength was unwise. And thus you stayed the night in the sanctuary regaling Damascus with tales of your wild heroics and learning all he knew of sigil and the Lady of Pain, but filing that away for a later date. In the morning, rested and key in hand, you all passed through the door and stepped into a frigid, cold wizard's tower, though incomplete. Finding Mordenkainen's tower of doors, many of which unfortunately seemed broken, cracked, and inert, though several still apparently intact. Filing that away, you once more focused on the task at hand and were faced with a riddle to pass through to the tower at large, taking some time, but ultimately cracking the riddle, the wall vanished before you and revealed a barren Arctic landscape. Bitter cold, whipped across uh, dunes of snow and ice. Uh, but across this, you did come to find a field of energy encased, massive in size and ancient, highly potent magic that barred entry, though you do believe within to be the final resting place of the Alabaster Tower. A few hours of trial and error investigation Valentine determined that short-range teleportation could likely pass through the barrier with minimal risk, though nothing here is certain. Indeed, this is what you did. Dimension dooring and teleporting being the abilities of Whisper through the barrier, you came to rest in the midst of a courtyard in the Alabaster Tower, but in the middle of the Battle of Dragon's Rend. You watched as the battle played out around you in great speed, then freezing in space, the dilation of time catching up to you as the battle wore on, eventually leaving the circle of eight dead. The Tiamat's uh, dragon horde smote across the tower side, and eventually deteriorating to bone and dust, and soon a stillness met you, but only for a moment, as rounding the tower's corner, three of five heads still standing, but clearly feral in nature, the dragon queen Tiamat, what remains of her, seemed to have caught the scent of four wayward travelers through time and began stalking forward hungrily. But first, Hondo, you feel whisper strike true. You feel the point of connection 
to tell apart along the thread of space and time that leaves in its wake. And you pass through the barrier in this incorporeal form in an instant. But in that instant, you feel yourself dissected and pulled apart piece by piece, stripped down to atom by atom. God, he has to roll multiple times. For the listener, the DM just shook his head and what I imagine is... My AC just went up to 20. Yeah, that must be it. Your AC is not a problem here, but you suffer 63 points of damage as you are literally ripped apart. This stretching and tearing through the very fabric of your physical body, it's incredible. It's unavoidable. As you continue along this predetermined path by Whisper, that Whisper has forged through this dimensional time-burying rift. You feel your hand grip and begin to wrap around the hilt. And slowly, painfully, you feel yourself begin to rebuild from the point of Whisper outward. The rest of you. (laughs) Very well acted. Uh, Valentine. You had previously Engord with your passive. The two of you to your right, you see Whisper like point down in in the stone and ice. And you can see like a bone hand, three fingers and just a bit of a thumb beginning to wrap around. And just as Tiamat kind of catches your eye and you begin to pull in that way, you can just begin to see flesh, muscle and tissue beginning to kind of sprout around the bone. But that's all you see as I need everyone to roll initiative. Is the tissue scaly and blue? Not yet. It's the inside <laughs> of the bone. It's muscle. And actually what you notice oh. is it's like blackened and gray. Oof. Just just think of Windows 95 rendering. It's slow, you know. So yeah, dial-up. It's going to gonna take a second. Uh, or Kevin Peranja's 12-year-old MacBook. That's right. Yes. <laughs> By the way, we are doing a sponsorship tonight. If anyone wants to give Kevin a new computer, we are very open to that. <laughs> what I always screw this have... up. Does Brawly uh-huh. get bonuses on, or does Brawly get advantage on initiative? Is that what she gets? Yes. I believe so. <laughs> now I do. Uh, Which yes. is good. I need everyone but Hondo to roll initiative, please. Damn. As we slow. Two. You don't have a battle cam, do you? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh boy. No. 19, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming in hot, Gord. Uh, let's get, yeah, 25 to 20, please. 23. Mary, 23. Uh, Gord with 19. Yep, I got 19. 15? And Allie? 11. <laughs> All okay. is right. All that is was right with an advantage. That was with oh advantage. I rolled a 4 and then an 11. It feels right. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Val, what'd you get? 15. 1 5. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I wrote Gord as 15, but it was you. All right. Gord's and then and then a 19. 
Oh, no, oh, what'd you get? What's your What's your dexterity, Alan? My dex? Yeah. Uh, uh, Rainbow's rolling at 30. Plus 112. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, you guys watch as I had something kind of fun. Multiple cans. What the <gasps> fuck are you doing to me? <gasps> what? You guys there on the lower right, obviously, you see Alana, Mary, Valentine, and Gord. Uh, just above Gord's head there, you can just see that kind of, this kind of triangle. That's a little D4 that is going to represent Hondo and uh, yep. and Whisper coming in. But obviously, it's Tiamat there coming down. You can see three heads, uh, not the atypical five that you would expect, but she roars and begins bounding towards you with a red, white, and blue head still intact. The red is the central, red central head that is just kind of staring you down while the white and blue are like fairly sniffing and, and just writhing. There's a lot of movement to the body. Um, as Mary, you have first initiative. Boy. Uh, okay. Um, this is dope. <laughs> I think. Fuck. How far away? Sorry, I'm just trying to see how big the map is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, 40, 45. You are roughly 50 There's to 60 70, feet from 75. Her. Yeah. Um, I'll just go, oh shit, fuck, and just uh, start kind of running around alley towards see how there's that black block to start running that way as far as my regular movement will take me okay that's 20 to there do you want to go there? I just like keep going through those like just in that direction like to this spot no like between the two of them towards the skull yeah that's 30 uh yep that's fine as i'm running i'm gonna <laughs> switch out my swords to try to find the Dragon Slayer longsword. Uh, yeah, easily enough. You can, which one is an action? You stow uh, Mage's Bane? Yeah. Okay. Mage's Bane. Because I can't use Mage's Bane as in my offhand because it's a longsword, right? That's correct. Okay. You have to use you Time War's Edge as your, as your offhand. Yeah. So my action will be pulling that shit out of my bag. Um, as a bonus action, can I try insightful fighting? Sure. So that's a deception check from you. Uh, okay, it is a 19. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't roll that good, but I think I rolled better than that. Uh, so I rolled a 22. Okay. Uh, you gather very quickly uh, as you rush into battle with this creature, basically what I already described. Yeah. You can see intelligence has not left, like this is not a, not an, uh, an idiot by any stretch. She is still quite intelligent, but more yeah. in the level of like, not, not a massive scheming dragon. This is now a hungry beast that is smart enough and tactical enough to make this fight challenging. Okay. Uh, and then I'll just call, what, what's our what's our game plan? Where the fuck is Hondo? That's it. Okay. That's gonna, you're going to end your turn there? 
Yeah, that's, that's my action bonus action movement, right? So. Now it takes us to Tiamat. <laughs> no. No. Uh, it does give her a legendary action at the end of your turn, Mary. Uh, you watch as the red head is so focused down the barrel. Mary, you just sprint away to the corner and you just watch as she like bounds up and over and like doesn't quite leap. You do all catch. The wings are still there. She gets some height, but you can see one of the wings has been uh, terribly torn. You can see bone is exposed and you can see like flesh has rotted away. She doesn't seem like she has full capabilities. Likewise, missing two of her two of her five heads and has, has obvious long scarred battle wounds across her, her body. Nothing openly bleeding. They're semi-healed, but still very deep, harsh wounds. But that doesn't stop her from rising up high. The blue head looking towards um, towards Mary, the white still kind of angling around, but the, the red still focused. From this point where she is, let's see. You guys notice the dead dragons on the ground? Like, look at that dead dragon. I was just gonna say, yeah. That was a, a, a Halloween decoration at <laughs> the grocery store. Not anymore. That's amazing. Famous Explorers D&D campaign. I need uh, Allie, Gord, and Valentine to make dexterity saving throws. <clears throat> the red head just opens okay. wide okay. and lets loose a blast of fire. 23. Fail. Oh, oh, 17. Fail. 23 is a fail. Fuck. Got 10? <laughs> fail. Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy. You oh, guys dear. watched as this gout of flame erupts forward. It's bad. You each take <laughs> 88 points of fire damage. <gasps> Kyle. 88? We just got here. I have one health. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. I'm cheering for you to like fuck him up. Fucking <laughs> drag it up. That's a legendary action. Gord, it's your turn. That's a legendary action. That's not even a normal action. Woof. Woof, 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 woof. I will cast Pennant and Stare. Yeah. Okay. Is there a range on that? Yeah, double check the range because you are fairly a long ways out here. 30 feet. We are going to have to get way closer than that. She's on the ground though, right? Yeah, she did not. She's not pulled herself up. That was just like her rushing forward, but the red head unleashed the gout of fire. Gosh, how much health do you have? And? <laughs> oh my God. If you want to use it, that's how close you got to get, but you can do Let's it. Let's do it. Okay, it's, it's an intelligence right. save. What's the save? Charisma. Charisma save, oof. All right, let's see. Uh, that is not great. It's a 19, nope, sorry. 18. What's your save? Where do I find that? <laughs> your spell save. Mine is. Uh, 
Yeah, for, mine's right next to my spell attack. For reference, that was a two. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Top of your spell. Because it's like a, it's in my features and this thing is in my features and traits. It's not really a spell. So no, but it's why. it still uses your your spell save. So whatever whatever on your spell page is your spell save. I can pull it up. If you need oh, to. sorry. Um, save DC. Yep. Eighteen. Oh. And eighteen meets the DC. Unfortunately, ah. she still takes half the damage, if I'm not mistaken but is not stunned. That was a good idea. That was a good idea. It still really takes half damage. Idea. So what is it, like 10d8? Ten... Plus some peas. Oh, that was a lot of dice. 37. I love hearing the sound on Prox. It's so good. <laughs> uh, so she takes half of that is uh, 15 and 3, 18. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Gordon, you rush forward and you attempt as you just stand there, feel like you rush through the fire and just like you've got this one shot, you bring down all of the, the weight of the Raven Queen through this penance stair. And unfortunately, she's just too hungry. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to far step behind that T-Rex on the ground. You got away. it. Idea. That's, That's a idea. great idea. Yep. That is going to give you concentration on far step. And man. that was a great turn. That pulls you uh, really in, good that, idea. Brock, in that space, given all the cover there, you have full cover. So one thing that does do, just keeping in mind, that keeps you from seeing anything, but you are fully protected. So you'll have to either wade, make your way up and over that rubble and that dinosaur, or around to the right or left, and then you'll be able to see. But right now you are full cover. Cool? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. That's gonna end Gord's turn. Valentine. Okay, I'm gonna <clears throat> very bravely run backwards towards the east side of this map, towards that rubble. Yes, please. I'm just gonna try and hide behind that rubble. Oh, back here? Yeah. yeah you can get Not take there. the hide action, but just try and get some cover. Currently, if you don't go prone, this would give you half cover. Okay. If you go prone, it would be either three quarter or full cover because you just don't have enough movement to get like fully behind this. Is it a free action to go prone? Yeah. I it's might just, do that at the end of this turn. It's half your move to stand afterwards. Gotcha. But yeah, um, you, can, you can just drop if you want to. Then I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality. Okay. You've seen this trick before. Um, that's one where I can do 2D, I think it's 2D8 on a bonus. 2D6, if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull it up. Yep, you're totally right, 2D6. Um, and I'm going to cast it on myself with the bonus action. Sounds good. Give yourself a I got health. one health. Fuck, is that a waste? Sorry, guys. Uh, seven health to me. Uh, and that's... then I'll just go prone <laughs> and be like, what the fuck is happening? You drop. That gives you full cover, I'd say, if you're going to go full prone. You drop full. Yeah, I literally there. just like 
army crawl in my stomach. Like, what the fuck? Obviously, you know that if, if something were to get on melee in you, that could get bad. But in mm-hmm. terms of, like, breath weapons, you would have full cover. Okay. Um, so that is action to cast, bonus action to use. Just before you drop, you begin to see uh, the muscular tissue and more of an arm reforming around Whisper just as you drop. Like you can see a blue scale in skin beginning to reform around, but you can see just before like real healthy tissue comes, it's decayed and black and almost like regrowing and re like de-aging. It's pretty cool. Uh, Honda at this stage. Suffer another eight points of damage. Oh no, he's still suffering. This could be bad. Can I dodge it in my semi-form self? You cannot do anything in this, unfortunately. Uh, but that takes us to Tiamat's turn proper. Are you still alive, though, Hondo? What's your health at? Uh, I'm still alive. I'm I'm okay, okay. pretty good. I'm still going. On Tiamat's turn, with one target left. Oh no, Allie. It's me, guys. Oh god. It's a stormborn. I didn't even quite have to get that far. I haven't even raged yet. Oh my god. <clears throat> oh no, Mary, you're still in sight. Yeah. Damn, time to teleport us out. It's not a bad idea. We'll probably have to deal with this at some point. You can certainly try. <laughs> oh, great, thanks. We did take a shitload of damage getting in. I wonder yeah. what getting that's going to be like. Uh, okay, Mary, you are seen. However, it is Allie who is the focus here. Uh, so the bite claw are going to go, bite and claw are going to go for Alana, but the tail is going to swipe around and strike Mary. However, I need both of you at the beginning of this to make wisdom saving throws. Val and Gord, you are null. You're safe. That's we're oh, squeezing our eyes sweet. closed in fear. I, I rolled a natural 20, but that's probably not going to help me. Actually, hopefully it does. Hopefully. What's total? A 20. I just did my wisdom zero. Okay. 22 for me. Both of you fail. Oh. As the frightful presence of Tiamat is pretty scary. And then she takes her attacks. So, bite and claw against Lana. Here we go. Bite. Uh, Allie, that is a 28 to hit. That hit. And a claw attack of, oh yeah, uh, 37 to hit. Yep. I think Sorry, I thought you said 37 to hit. Yep. Uh, let's see here. What the fuck's our plan? <laughs> We're Die quickly. Die quickly. We need to go back to Raleigh's home and get a few more explosive vials. Alana, the bite oh, comes nice. down for 
24 points uh, okay. of, of piercing okay. damage. Okay. This, this being the white head that is kind of snapped around and is kind of focused back on you. Uh, and an additional 18 points of cold damage. Okay. And the claw comes down and just slams you down into the ground, pinning you to the ground for... Twenty points of bludgeoning damage, and you are restrained beneath her claw as she pins you down to the ground. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mary, the tail attack just swings round and clobbers you for uh, twenty-four to hit. I'm gonna assume that hits. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even bother answering because, like, it's a twenty-four. <laughs> I mean, you have like you have. My AC is a twenty-one, but that's pretty dope. That's, yeah. I don't have anything that can add to my AC. A parry could, but it's just damage. Parry is taking away damage. Regardless, unfortunately, oh, it's horrible uh, damage rolls. You take fifteen points of bludgeoning damage, but I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, pretty good. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. 26 just succeeds. Oh, just uh, succeeds. There we go, guys. 26 is the same DC. Oh, that's good to know. The tail comes swinging around and like breaks that skull in half. And you watch as it comes, it clips your legs and you kind of do a barrel roll up and over and you flip landing in like, you know, landing properly that could have knocked you on your ass. Uh, but you succeed, taking 15 points of bludgeon damage. And that's going to end her turn. Takes us to Alain. Hmm. Okay. Um, I will rage, first of all. Nice. If that I seems can. like it makes sense. Good yep. idea. I'm very angry um, and afraid. Um, and you and just, then yeah, she's just I got the claw on top of you, pinning you down, and the white head is just coming around, and her red head is staring down. You can see the blue is a little distracted, looking towards Mary's d- uh, direction, but two massive dragon heads just staring you down, like 10 feet away. Go ahead, what are you doing? Um, can I, can I hit her? Oh yeah, you- I, I mean, can't? Okay, I wasn't sure if I was like grappled or anything. You are restrained, so if I'm not mistaken, it gives you disadvantage on the attack. Okay. Attack rolls against have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So you have disadvantage to attack her, just as she's like literally pinning your arms. So you're trying to just strike and it's just not uh, dealing quite as much damage. But I will remind you as well, you can take reckless attacks and get advantage. So you can basically give yourself a straight roll However, the penalty there is any attacks against you would be an advantage as well. Okay. But she's doing 37 to hit on a normal time, so it might Pre- be worth it. it. Precisely. Kind of like a, <laughs> yeah. you know, weighing your options here. For yeah. all this, your new hammer or belt have like a kill dragon queen goddess like ability in it? Or... Right. It was, um... I did have it in the beta, but I did kind of just kind of swipe it out of the beta. It's so unlucky. It's I know. So unlucky. If you guys had just uh, got need- it a little sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need a second win too, but I'll... You can't rage. You need to rage yeah. more than... Yeah, <laughs> so I'll I'll do Stormbreaker. 
Okay. Yes, baby. So it's it's one d eight plus eight and one d ten plus eight. Uh. Because it's got the two of them there. Oh, it's so you can you can versatile. You can hold it with two hands to deal a d ten, mm. or you can throw it or hit it with one hand, and it's a d eight. Okay. Um, if you throw it, it deals additional an additional two d eight to a creature of this size. So it'd be three d eight on a hit. Cool. Whoa. That's pretty okay. dope. And as yeah. you're just oh. laying on your back, yeah, just throwing up at her. Like I think that would be no problem. Still a disadvantage unless you take the the um, reckless. Yeah. Then you can do it. If you take reckless, you can do a straight roll. Okay, uh, I'll do reckless then. Okay, go ahead. I mean, it's fair. She's probably gonna hit you almost no matter what. So. Uh, so that is twenty-seven to hit. That that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh God, fuck. Okay, hold on. So it's one d eight plus eight, and then an extra. Extra two d eight. Okay. Get it, girl. Get it, get it, girl. Uh, 21 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can just see as you just, you're pinned down, but you just chuck the hammer up at one of the heads. It just cracks into the one head, then flies back down, impacting your hand, like smashing into the ground, leaving a crater in the ground. You can make your second attack if you wish. Okay. Uh, I'm going to reckless again. Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that one does not hit, unfortunately. Uh, you throw it and both the heads just kind of split apart and it just kind of goes up in between both and then comes back down and you catch it in your hand as you're being held in place, unfortunately. Okay. That was bonus action, <laughs> pinned to the uh, ground. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, it would be an action to break out of the restraint. So for, that would, you have no movement currently. Yeah. So that would end your turn. Okay. Okay. At the end of the round. Uh, oh God. Mary and Allie, as you guys are the only ones here, Allie, you get the best look at it, and you actually get the feel of it. You guys watch as there's no obvious or ripple around the room, so to speak. You're in open territory but you feel, everyone feels this sudden kind of shift and change. But you watch as Tiamat withers in place and you just watch as scales just flake away and her strength like falls back. She actually shuffles and, and hunches. Uh, Alana, you are still prone, but no longer pinned as she kind of recoils in pain. Uh, and you watch as the two, the white and blue heads just kind of shrivel. They're still there, but they they're sunken, they're sallow, but she looks fierce and more haggard around the eyes is bloodshot and sunken hollows. She looks, yeah, like she is, time is forcibly tearing away from her. Oh God. Mary, it's your turn. We just, we just gotta survive, guys, we just gotta survive. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I mean, fuck, I'll see that and I go, Okay. Okay. Maybe we got. Maybe we got a chance. Uh, oh, I'll go up to her, which is so dumb. Can you? Are you afraid though? You can't move. Oh, I can't move. Oh, I forgot about that part. Can't move towards her. Can she move at all? She can move away. Okay. What's the point? Um. 
throw the sword? <laughs> okay, throw <laughs> the sword. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Um, I have arrows. I have plus one <laughs> arrows. Are they magic? Let's see how many I have. I think I have a lot still, but. Don't you have like fireball or chain lightning? Something? No, see, I got a sword. Oh, okay, but specifically sorry. for hitting dragons. Um, oh god, I don't have a lot of those plus one arrows left. Fuck me. That's the time. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, oh, but it's, I'm gonna, at a disadvantage. You are at yeah, I mean, I know. I'll try one. Let's see. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. No, it's a natural one. Don't even <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. It's not gonna have the right effect, unfortunately. Oh boy, mm-hmm. look at this shot. Uh, I don't know why it's so blurry. It's also super blown out because it's like super bright, but I kind of also like it. I dig uh, it. No, I would take it. Mary, that's your first attack? Yeah, fuck me. The second one's not gonna hit either. Oh, it's the second one. Did you already make it? I just rolled it. Not a disadvantage. Five. No, it's 16. Yeah, uh, you just no draw. No less than that. <laughs> you draw both. One connects, but it just snaps against her, her hardened hide. The second you fire wide and it just goes up and over and clatters into some distant rubble against the tower. Third one might actually hit. Okay. Uh, it's a 25. At disadvantage? Yeah. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh. Big. Okay. And I don't get Big. sneak attack because I'm at disadvantage. That is true, unfortunately. So I don't get my special no. thing. Uh, 12. Uh, no. 13 because it's a plus one arrow. You got it. Okay. Wasted. I didn't want only have five of those left now. This this final arrow, as you just try and steady your nerves, you draw back and fire. And as the blue head comes down and is like already ed- edging towards you, and you can see lightning crackling in its mouth, it pierces its right eye. And you just watch as the head rears back up and screeches this horrid, hollow, like uh, uh, dry howl. That's your attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't move closer to it. No. The fuck so out of there. From oh, that's helpful. Overview. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You can move away. You can move left, right. Could I move? Because where she is, is that skull still intact or did she destroy it? Uh, it's like partially intact. She's, she's kind of split it. So like you could in theory move through that space at difficult terrain. That's fine. I have a bonus action dash still. Okay. So I'm going to just move kind of towards, uh, not the fallen pillar that's right beside me, but see the next one? See how it's kind of a diagonal that way? Oh. But yeah, just in that direction. Okay. Basically, if Ali and I can not be scared anymore, maybe someone can flank at some point is the goal. <laughs> As you get basically scrabbling through the, the the skull of this fallen dragon, uh, the blue head does reach out with a reaction attack of opportunity to bite you. Oh, I didn't realize oh. <clears throat> I was that close. Oh, wow, that's a bad roll. But it does have a high add. I 
That sucks. A 20 to hit. Oh! 21. The armor, you just watch where your arrow just pierces. It just, it loses you for a brief moment and it just snaps closed just behind you as you tear through, rushing over your full move. End of turn, bonus action. Mary, Leah, hello. You might be muted. Yeah, Maybe. sorry, I didn't realize that I accidentally hit it's the okay. space bar. Um, did I have to use my, because of difficult terrain, did I have to use my bonus action to dash? No, because where she kind of smashed it, it cost you 10 feet through it, but not uh, not terribly. So you're 30 feet there. Um, I will use my bonus action to look around. <laughs> okay. Because we just kind of got here and then, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, dragon. So mm-hmm. could I use eye uh, for detail to make a perception check? Um, Absolutely. I mean, I... I don't have anything in general, just trying to get a better lay of the land. Is this the only fucking creature here? Like, we're just obviously dealing with her, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, it's a 14 on the dice, plus six. So. 20? 20, 30, 20. You hear a couple of things through the, as you say, this kind of surprise battle and this ringing in your ears of attacks and the fear, the pounding of your heart. Um, You just try and, as you get away and just this snap behind you, you just kind of pull away from immediate danger. You just take a quick moment to glance around the battlefield and just close yourself off and listen. And you can hear a couple of things from seemingly inside the tower or potentially in some of these halls, these kind of destroyed, but otherwise you know, circular halls that kind of surround this area. You can hear the sound of, uh, like, it sounds like kind of like heavy boots on stone or on, in this case, uh, alabaster, like heavy footfalls, but of metal, not of, you know, dragon or something like that. It sounds what you would expect of like humanoid or something. Um, but they're very heavy, and it's kind of echoing. You can just pick that up. Uh, and more difficultly, but you do catch it, almost caught on the wind, at a, like at a distance and whispered almost. You can hear multiple different voices speaking what you can, what you would identify as like incantation. Um, they don't, like there's no obvious person. You don't see a figure casting, but it's, like an echo, you hear the voices of several different voices. And they're not saying words, but you've heard Valentine, you've heard Gorg, even Hondo utter words of arcane power. And you can just kind of catch some of that caught on the wind almost. Does any of it sound time dilated? Like slowed or sped up or like changing in that way? Everything sounds a little off. Okay. Some some high pitch, some low, some lengthened, some. But it's just everything's happening so fast. Identifying anything further, everything is just a little weird here. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is going to end Mary's turn and take us to initiative count twenty, just before Gord. Uh, actually, before that even happens, 
Tiamat's going to take a legendary action. That blue head that failed, unfortunately, to strike a Yumeri uh, is going to... You hear the crackling just at the tail end of that perception. You can hear crackling of lightning. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Come on, Mary. Come on now. It's actually isn't my my best, but okay. Oh no, there's no way. Um, one second. What's my health at? <laughs> I'm gonna use Indomitable. Smart. Gotta roll better than a five on the dice, please. <laughs> So that mean automatic save? I get. I know. I just get another try. Yeah. Oh God! It's just Stress. another another roll. It's not a legendary. Yes. I have to use the new one, but I mean, like, a five yeah. is definitely a failure. That's a seventeen on the dice. That's Oof. much better. Twenty-four. Unfortunately, still fails. Oh, it was so close. Oh. It was worth it. Sorry, that you were so just trying to identify those last remnants of the sound with your perception, just as you turn back, preparing yourself for another round of combat. But already the lightning has left the mouth of this massive blue dragon, and it just strikes you like pure in the chest. You suffer 67 points of lightning damage. (laughs) And it just rocks you as it just splinters through you and arcs and carves a line through the ice and snow around like up from the mouth through the stone behind you. That you takes us. You up, bro? Yeah, I'm at 56. Okay. I didn't get hit by that first spell. Better than Gordon and I. <laughs> that is going to take us to the initiative count 20. Uh, Hondo, you feel your form become full. Yes. Uh, you finally suffer. Oh no. An additional 18 points of damage. Okay. However, this last kind of rapid dash of your full body reforming, it just it's like a it's like a rubber band snapback and that long tension is finally released and it rushes forward and you reappear. Using <clears throat> your passive perception you can see at a glance uh, Alana being just bared down on by a three-headed dragon, and you just catch that lightning just beginning to kind of sizzle away from Mary across the way. You have no line of sight on Gord or Valentine. You can just see a tower up to your upper right, and you can just see the ruins of a courtyard in the midst of a battlefield all around you. It is your initiative. What do you do? Uh... I don't have to roll initiative, do I? Oh, you're right here and now. Okay. This is a tough one because <laughs> I don't have too much health to play around with here. Kill the dragon. Kill it. I mean, I can kill it. It'll kill me too. Um, it has been slowly dying. But yeah, you, you do, yeah. Okay. Uh, for, okay, I'll go for the dragon. Uh, I'll move to my right. This yeah. You're going to try and get inside it? Go up its now, back? Do, let's do I have now. a chance to get on its back? Oh my god! 
It's so predictable every time. If you got to there, you could yep. throw and predictably get up behind its one wing. All right. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make your first attack. All right. Come For on. Your, your attack. The Legend of Honda wants Orcus and Tiamat to have ridden them both. I Pretty read good them story. Ah, oh, fuck. Does he get advantage because Mary's on the other side in combat? No, unfortunately. Dang. And That's some long-range flanking abilities. Oh, um, might not do it, pal. And with whisper. With whisper, it's plus thirteen. Twenty-three. 23 is the AC of this wounded team. Nice. Uh, nice. Her passive definitely picks up your non-hidden form, so you do not get sneak attack. Uh, but you can still roll base damage, and you will teleport. Okay, so, let me, so 1d4 plus 8, or 3d4 plus 8. That's right. Uh, so 1, 2, 3. And my total is... Seven. Uh, plus, plus eight. Plus eight, 15. Okie dokie. Yeah. Uh, you just, Mary, you're really the only one who sees is Brawley. The, you don't get to see Hondo up top because the two heads are just over top of you. But you huck Whisper up and it actually goes through the wing with this open gaping hole, pierces in between the, the, the shoulder blades. And as you did before, you just teleport across. Uh, even in this teleportation, though, you do feel that a similar stretching and binding of yourself. Unfortunately, you do suffer four points of damage, uh, but that's you know not the end of the world to you. But you are managed to land, holding and riding atop Tiamat, dealing that final bit of damage. And a bonus? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my Gambler's Blade, and I'll I guess I'll go for the vulnerable spot. Of you got it? Go ahead. Spinning the gambler's blade, you just strike. Uh, oh, nice. Definitely, definitely hits. Eight or 10, so sorry, 29, yeah. And uh, it's 1d8 plus five, so. That's right, yeah. Okay. It's uh, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Despite all the craziness and fear, there's still like a big like, oh, Hondo. Like it's, it's, it's like Hondo. God oh, fucking damn it, Hondo. He's here. He's here. Uh, yeah, you just strike down and you watch as the uh, red head begins to kind of rise up and turn. And like it's, it's long neck. You can actually see as, as you're this close, you can feel as well. There's, you know, you've you've been around these types of creatures before there's typically very thick flesh and muscle mass beneath this is nearly a skeleton with scales she is emaciated and you just watch this like sallow red dragon turn on you and it's her head is three four times the size of you and she just turns back around you and you can already see fire welling up within her maw do I, I still have some movement left, I would assume. Yes, you do. Could I position myself so that if it did try to shoot me with fire, it would hit itself? Mm. Uh, two things. One, that would be difficult. You'd have to get lower on it, you get like more towards like the tail, which is something you can definitely try and do. But two, 
you would have to imagine its own breath is not going to hurt it. Mm. At the very least, it's going to be immune to the elements that it can produce. You've faced many creatures who have done the same. But you can certainly shift away to try and protect yourself. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make... Uh, this has to be athletics, unfortunately. It's not acrobatics for you, but it's allowed to be an athletics check to see if you can kind of dragon ride. So 12. And my athletics is 8, so 20. Absolutely. I'm going to keep your mini where it is for the time being. Yep. But we'll, we'll say you slide down and kind of just get out of, out of visual range. You're kind of clinging more, like holding on to the almost, almost the ass region. You're almost there. I'm an ass man. <laughs> he always has been. <laughs> that will end Hondo's turn. She's going to use another legendary action. Uh-oh. She, she don't like that. Was it? I was going to go ahead and attack you, Hondo, but you kind of slid to a point where it's much more difficult. And instead, that white head is going to bear down on Alana that is currently pinned. Gaining advantage on the attack, it's going to go ahead and strike it out with a bite. thought she oh, wasn't no. pinned anymore. Oh, that's right, but I'm still going to do it. She's still prone. Yeah. And she still gets advantage. Um, it's going to be a 29 to hit. Gonna hit. <laughs> that hits. You're raging. For You're raging. Yeah. And, and 200 hit points. Oof. Uh, oh, wow. That's max damage on the piercing for 34, reduced to 17. Oh, thank God. And then... Uh, 20 points of cold reduced to 10. Okay. <laughs> that is going to end that legendary action at the end of Hondo's turn. That takes us to Gord. Um, I want to use the rest of my far step to, to teleport. Can I teleport behind that rock in like the right corner? Uh, rock in the right. So over, over like this space here, or this space. Uh, to the left of where you're pointing, that little one. This guy. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's exactly what you can do. Actually, you can move your full move to here and then teleport to there. That's so cool, Brock. That, that's your full move. You had to use your act, like your full 30 feet of movement and then your 60 foot teleport and you arrive. Yeah, that's cool. Dope. Okay. That's your bonus action to do that. Now, now I'm wondering if I cast a spell that, like, if it hits it's in a 20 foot radius, if Hondo's on the top there, if I was to cast it lower, does it only hit? like at that level on the ground. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. So essentially you're gonna cast, think of it like a massive ball, because you're. but you need the, the middle point of the 20 foot radius has to hit a point. You can't just detonate it kind of in midair, right? So to hit this eruption. I just wanna cast it and damage the dragon without hitting Hondo.
if you actually cast it if you cast it at that point there you would avoid everything except Tiamat. You would avoid all your friendlies and she would just get hit by the edge of it. Alright, let's do that. You got it. And with that line of sight, you can absolutely do that. So what what are you casting? Chuck cast Synaptic Static. Okay. Uh, what's the save? Intelligence. Uh, okay, let's see. Not yeah. her not her strong suit. Get him, Brock. Slash cord. Oh, wow. Man, I'm not rolling great for saves. It's a seven. Yes. It's a 18. Yeah, that's a <laughs> So. Eighty-six. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Twenty-four. Right, Twenty-four points of psychic damage. And what is the other effect, if there is any? It has muddled thoughts for, for one minute. And is it that... rolls, uh, I'll just end it. That's a whole paragraph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kick, it. Kick it to me. Subtracts a d6 from the turn that time rolls a d6. And con yeah. saves to maintain concentration. So that's not a, that's not a problem. And it makes an int save at the end of each of its turns. Okay, so negative d6 to basically attack rolls here. Minus D six. Okay, you guys can, if you recall, keep a keep that keep on me for that, just in case I forget. Uh, but yes, yeah, she's. I'll also put a marker on her as well. We'll use this one. Uh, so yeah, she has muddled thoughts for the next minute as uh, the synaptic static erupts, and you don't actually see like, you know, a fireball eruption, but there's just this sudden burst of faintly purplish energy. Alana and Hondo and Mary, you're just on the fringes and just safe from it. But the white or blue head is caught fully within it. And it's just kind of shaking and rearing its head and the red and white like close their eyes really tightly. Uh, and it's just a moment where she just like hunches really low all together and then just kind of erupts out and all three heads roar. Gord, is that the end of your turn? Yep. Okay, that takes us to Valentine. Half my movement, stand up, see what's going on. I've heard a lot of screaming. You just hear Tiamat roar. You can see Alana is prone on the ground. Gord has joined over on this side. Uh, I don't think you can see Mary, given that, and Hondo specifically moved kind of low, so I don't think you can see Hondo. Um, I can see, just for the listener, Brawley has, is clinging to life because she has six health. I've never seen Brawley with six health before. How do you have six uh, health? Yeah. <laughs> we're wondering. I was, I took a bunch of damage when we first got in, and then what did it was the 88 on because i hadn't raged the yet yeah, the, the 88 true. legendary action and then from there it was like down to 71 boom, 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 down boom. to 53 down Damn. to 50. yeah so yeah huh here we are um so furious at that i'm going to bonus action oh i hope i'm in range if i am let me just look at the range on not 
I was going to use Textblade's Curse, but I'm too far away. Um, so I will bonus action heal myself with that thing. Um, 2d6. Let's just do that now. <laughs> Great, three. So let me just add that. <clears throat> and then I will um, scream at it. I'm a champion of Bahamut! And fire three Eldritch Blasts and start running, trying to like draw it towards me. Uh, where do you want to run to? Or just run I'll just run. It? I'll run south, trying to like lure it away from Brawley. So, so you'd be moving off the map, or? I mean, I can only go three steps in it because I used half my movement to stand up. That's a good point. So I'm just gonna say you stagger a little bit. You just push bit, me towards that corner, yeah. And you come over here. Uh, you got it. Uh, I will point out as you do so, you can feel the energy of that kind of wall just basically at your back here. Like oh, there's, scary. there's an edge where you guys passed through this before, and this is kind of the limitation of this space. Uh, you can just feel it kind of crackling behind you. It doesn't necessarily make any sound, but you feel a presence of arcane power. Uh, go ahead and roll your attacks. And then yeah, with Therius, I'm just gonna whoosh, 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 send off three like crescent beams of Eldritch Blast. Absolutely. First one, 27. Hits. Next one, oh, that one. Last one, another net one. Fucker, oh. <laughs> Beyond, you bitch. Uh, okay, but first one hits 27, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. And good, nine plus five is 14. Okie dokie. Yeah, you definitely catch the attention of the red head. It swivels in your direction. You can see it's still kind of squinting hard against the synaptic static that just went down. But as you call out and it, it just gets collided with that one right square in the snout, it just burns its eyes towards you, forgetting about Honda for the moment. That's your action, bonus action, and movement. That's the end That's of your it. turn. That's it. I have any further legendary actions, but it is its turn. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, it looks around the space. Good job spreading out, guys. We did a good Damn. job. Damn. You guys watch as... Uh, the redhead roars and begins to, like, it takes two steps towards Valentine, slowly moving in this direction. The blue head, Mary, which just fried your ass, you watch as it just begins to kind of look off and kind of drift to the left. And then it just drops. <clears throat> and you just watch it just snap and break away from Tiamat's form. The white head, mm -hmm. which is now kind of circling around Alana and about to just dive down, does so, just slams the head down, but the jaws just impact around your body, Alana. And you just watch as its flesh turns to ash and you are trapped beneath a skeletal head but you're, you know, trapped is, you'll be fine, but it is just kind of whole, is around you. Uh, it rises forward, continuing towards Valentine. Hondo being pulled alongside, but Hondo, uh, you feel its flesh begin to kind of flake away. And if you want to, you can try and maintain your hold or you can drop, it's your choice. Uh, it's not my turn to attack it, is it? No. I will maintain my hold. 
Okay. Until the flesh is so brittle that it just comes off as I am holding. It's kind of in that stage. Um, you may have another chance to like kind of cling for another round. You're not sure. It's not, but uh, it, it, if your choice is to try and hold, then that's fine. I choose to. I choose to hold, and if I can, I start eating it. Okay. First of all, make, an, make an athletics check to see if you can hold. Okay. As value, just watch it try and just continue to pull itself towards you, but you can just see the heads are flaking off, and you can just see this like flaking of skin and dust around it as she just slowly comes to a crawl. Hondo, you do cling to life. 15 and 8. Yeah, you cling on and you just kind of peel back the piece and, you know, hoping almost to see this gory interior and you just see a vacuous emptiness, like looking into the rib cage of like a, uh, of a skeleton. And the piece of scale and skin in your hand, it just turns to ash. But both of you here as Tiamat falls, <laughs> Falls prone, its head sliding closer and closer towards Valentine. This burst and crackle from within. And Hondo just bursting up through the skin and scale in front of you. You see this very thin line of black crackling energy. Oh boy. Like a thin rip in planar space. This black edge like a sword. It bursts up through, and just as it does, Tiamat crumbles into not more than a skeleton. Yeah. Honda, you do fall, as you made a point of clinging. Uh, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Every time for a net one. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, legends are shit, <laughs> and made of rust. <laughs> Come on, that one. What do you got for me? Oh, it's pretty low. Three and my, you said athletics, so it's an eight again. Acro. Acrobatics. Oh, acro. Acrobatics. 10, so 13. You made a point of sliding down, so you're not quite as high, but you, so you, you kind of fall to your, uh, fall, catch yourself. You do take two points of bludgeoning damage just as you kind of slip on the ice and you have to kind of catch yourself okay. a little bit. Um, and you kind of pull yourself up. And as you stand, the bones of Tiamat are just left before you as like a skeleton graveyard. But that rift of planar energy, it remains. And it swipes out at you. At, at H? Yep. Oh boy. Hondo. Uh, a 12 to hit you. It was not a good one. Uh, nope, nope, nope. As you land and kind of slide in the ice, this blade is kind of quivering in the air, unsure of what to do, and then just pierces towards you and you just kind of pirouette around it, your shadow boxing ability coming to your aid uh, as it just kind of hovers frozen in the air. That ends Tiamat. But the fighting is not over yet. Oh no. This blade of force, Val, you can see, it's not 
done. Alana, you roll over and you can see it's still kind of quivering in the air. Uh, from all around you. Mary, you caught this first. But at this point, everyone begins to hear these echoing kind of voices, echoing crackling sounds and swirling energies and almost popping into popping into view like you ticked over into this particular point in time these different points of energy begin to arise mary where the lightning bolt uh the lightning breath ripped through you and like carved into the wall you can see from that crack this living lightning kind of rises up, just crackling bolts of energy in like snake-like form, just stares before you. Drifting up uh, from, just from near nothingness, this green cloud just begins to pour through the ground itself and rise into this cloud of dark kind of, actually it's kind of bright green. Uh, from the dragon, uh, fallen dragon there, this flaming just sheet of fire just <laughs> rises and begins to shift and move. And finally, rising through the rubble here, you see an arcane hand, this massive kind of faint blue light, massive hand just rising up, form into a fist, and fly forward. I'd like everyone to re-roll initiative for me. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, it's great. 20, <laughs> 25 to 20. 21. Ooh, Gordo, moving up. Uh, 15 to 20? 19. 15. Hannah, what'd you roll? Initiative. I didn't have to roll initiative, remember? You're rolling. Oh, sorry, now. you do now. You do now. Oh, sorry. That's okay. You didn't have to the first time, but now you're actually here. Uh, so my initiative is... Plus 11, 7 and 11, 18. Okay, perfect. Mary? Yeah, Mary, what'd you get? Big eight! Say big eight. eight. Yep. Cool. Got a one on the dice? What'd you get? That's a two on the dice. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. As Gord, you see these kind of living forces of arcane energy begin to kind of rise around the battlefield. What do you do? Tell them to go away. <laughs> You're still maintaining concentration on far step from mm, before. Uh, Val, like you still have concentration on your effect. The fear effects do fade as Tiamat has fallen. Okay, that's good. What do they look like? Do they look scary or friendly? Uh, the blade definitely attempted to swipe at Hondo. It definitely seems hostile, but there doesn't appear to be any intelligence behind. They are literally like, it's like a spell 
that you would see someone cast, but there's no obvious source. It's like mutated magic energy. Hmm. I don't really know what to do. <laughs> uh, Elder's Blast is always free if you just want to not waste a spell slot. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was just thinking. Yeah, I'll just do that. Okay, who do you target? So just a, one more, you've got this blade here, you've got this massive hand, there's a cloud thing, there's fire. You can't quite see that one way over there, but the rest you can see. I'll do the big hand. You got it, go ahead and roll a text. Too handsy. 25? Yeah, that'll hit. I got a four for damage. Uh, you have two more shots with that. Six and nine. Are those to hit? Or is that oh, your damage rolls? That's okay. So I'll keep 15 over here if you hit both of these. So I need to roll two more to hit? Yes, please. Right, 15. 15 misses, unfortunately. So that's your six. And 21. 21 does hit. So that nine will go through uh, with your second damage roll there. Uh, what is that? Okay. Yeah. You watch as two of your Eldritch Blasts do collide with this energy hand, and one just kind of goes up and over and just passes through the kind of arcane barrier that you passed through before down along this side here. Uh, and the hand just kind of swivels in your direction, opening and just kind of twisting in space, seemingly dr you've drawn its attention. Then what do you do? Uh, um. <laughs> you still have far step in case you want to get away from that scary, whatever's like near you to the left. You could try and like teleport somewhere else if you want. It seemed to have taken that damage. It seems like it, it, it you diminished it somewhat, just not fully. I'm gonna take my, my soul breaker chains out. Okay. Cool. Cool. You can just yeah, you, you've already used your attack this round, so you can just have those prepared though. Yeah, I'll just do that. Okay. You're gonna stay there though. Um, I'll teleport back over where. I guess we're like closer to everyone. Uh, unfortunately, you guys are kind of spread out, but you guys you could come down along this edge where these guys are if you wanted to. Kind of come yeah, down. yeah, yeah, that's good. Easy enough. You teleport kind of just in front of Valentine there. Uh, that is Gord's turn. That takes us to this blade in front of Hondo. Uh, it's just going to keep trying to attack into you. One more strike. Uh, and it just begins to kind of swirl and swish uh, like a rapier, just kind of carving through. But you can just feel, and like, you can just feel the presence of this Hondo. It is small and fast, but it just has this deadly aura to it. And that is going to be a 20 to hit you. That'll hit. That is, where's my... 
Rolling. Okay. 32 points of force damage. 32? 32. Okay. Can I dodge it? You can use your reaction, yeah. Take 16. Okay. Good call, good call. Use your reaction, uncanny dodge. As you do see, it's like, it's moving really quickly. And as it does carve through, you just kind of move out of the way, but it cuts through your forearm. And where it cuts through, it's like, you know, imagine what, being cut by a lightsaber. It just carves through with no resistance and leaves just an open burning wound that then cauterizes as it pulls back. And you can just see this thin, deep gash. And it hurts like hell. That is the end of its turn, and it's just going to stay there. I guess it'll fly up and around. Just kind of swish around you. Uh, but that takes us to Valentine. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's the little shadow hand right in front of me, right? Or shadow blade scary thing? Shadow blade is over here. This is the hand. Oh, is that my boy Gord in front of me now? Gord is just in front of you. He just teleported there. Oh, my best friend. I will, hey, best friend. Uh, what's your health at, Gordy? Still at like 10? I think you are. So I'm going to give you some health with my bonus okay. action thing. Um, so let me roll two d6s here. Oh, that's pretty good. It's better than I thought, but I don't know that. So I'm just going to give you this health. And it's only a three. So you just get three. Um, Kyle, this lasts for a minute unless I lose concentration. So mm -hmm. this is the third time doing it, just to keep mm -hmm. track. Okay. Um, I'm going to three Eldritch Blast the same thing that Gord hit. You got it. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Gord, sorry, you got three more health, just in case you didn't hear me. Um, three Eldritch Blast. One. 21. 21 hits. 20. 20 just hits. And 14. Okay, so two hit, one miss. So, eight. Oh, great. And 14. So, 22. That's good. And you just watch as uh, where Gord struck it, you strike it again, and you can just see these cracks kind of breaking within the arcane that's holding his hand aloft. Uh, and it just kind of swishes and moves out of the range of that last one. But it just seems to continuously, like, it's it's headed in your direction. Would you, would it be right to assume that the bottom of this entire screen is, like, the edge of the wall? That's right. Yeah. I'm scared of being so close to this wall. You guys are kind of um, right in the corner here. I'm scared this hand's going to smack us right into this wall. So let's... Um, I'm going to run like a uh, northwest to try and move away from this wall. Even if that gets me close to the shadow blade. Yeah, that, that sounds good. 30 feet is right there. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's your action bonus action movement. That's the end of your yep, turn. That's me. That takes us to uh, this target here. Uh, Alana, as you are on the ground here, this fire just kind of rises up and over and begins to engulf you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Hey. Hold on. Uh, 17. That's success. Uh, you, you take half damage. <laughs> and then half again because you're raging. 
so from 12 to 6 to 3. Okay. Take three points of fire. Okay. Uh, but that's all it does. And okay. it just it just kind of like hovers over and like almost like stands up in in your space, trying to just cook you alive. As Mary. Uh, let's see. This bolt like rises up around and then blasts forward. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. All right, don't if you heard me. Yeah, sorry, Zoom keeps minimizing and I was trying to unmute myself. Uh, that's only a 14. That is a failure, unfortunately. You're gonna take 24 points of lightning damage okay. as this bolt just shoots forward. Okay. And reappears right here. Uh, and you get caught in the wake of its lightning bolt. That is gonna end both their turn. Takes us to Hondo at the top of your turn. As you begin your turn, this blade, as you as you begin to kind of shift and move and draw, the blade takes a preemptive strike and swipes at you one more time. Uh, that is going to be an 18 to hit you. Uh, nope. And also, you know, I shadow box a lot, so it, that's advantage for me. Absolutely. You, like, shadow you just, advantage. You're prepared, you're ready, you're keeping your eye focused on this thing and you're watching and you're understanding its movements. It may not have full intelligence uh, and you're able to kind of read what it's doing and you do manage to dodge out of the way of this dangerous blade, but you take your turn. I will use Whisper and so, wait, so as I understand it, it's coming from the ground, right? Uh, it's floating. Floating, okay. So, I'm going to use Whisper and I'm going to aim for the hilt. Okay. Good. In case it's maybe an invisible person or hand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that's not good. That's not great. So that's a total of 2 and 13. So 15. 15 does hit. Hi! Uh, in this case, as you're 1v1ing this blade, you do get sneak attacks. Go ahead and uh, add that to that as well. Oh, right. So six. Oh, D4. maybe. Is it D6 or D4? D6. 66, right? I think it's 5D6, but I'm not, I'm not 100%. Let me double check. I think it's 5D6, 3D4. Ooh, nice. 66 uh, and 3D4. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 1, 2, 3. Uh, not, uh, it's not bad. 25. What's your modifier? Plus 8. Uh, 33, 33. What is that? That's that. Uh, you strike out and like go to stab where a hand would be around the hilt of this blade. And you've successfully like pierce and you see the blade kind of shatter in that space and then <laughs> reform fully. Uh, but you do get confirmation that there's nothing holding this blade. It is purely independent. All right. With my bonus, I'm going to do 
sort of like a matrix type thing where I'm going to run with my gambler's blade and I'm going to slide under it and I'm just going to slash it under it as I slide to the other side. Okay, go ahead and make your second attack. Support that flare. <laughs> so I have to clean all these dying. Okay. 12 That'll and 8, hit. 20. That'll hit. No, no sneak on this, so just your D8 plus modifier with your gambler's flare. So that's 1d8, I think, plus 5. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. 7. And 5. 15. As you slide beneath... No, sorry. 12. <laughs> I got you. You slide beneath and you just strike up through with your offhand and rise back up to your full height, doing like, you know, the on-guard stance that you're ready with Whisper and your Gambler's Blade on the other side. You can see the blade is... It was always kind of this kind of shifting and crackling energy, but it seems more sporadic. It seems like it's it's on its way out, but it's still standing. Are you gonna stay there? Do I have so I have some movement, right? Yeah, I'd say you use five feet to do that little move. You are currently in combat with that and this lightning bolt that is now standing to your right. It's like the snake-like lightning. So they'll get an attack of opportunity if I move away. Uh, yes, as you use your bonus action to attack instead of to disengage. What if... Uh, I guess it, I can't throw a whisper somewhere and try and teleport away, can I? Not that you've already attacked with it, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I guess I have no option but to stay where I am. You got it. Hondo holds his ground. Uh, that takes us to Atlanta. Okay. Um, am I able to do um because i'm definitely gonna second win but am i able to do like a dwarven fortitude where i just kind of like roll back like dodge and get away from the fire but Absolutely. also heal up as i'm doing it yeah so go ahead okay. and roll your uh your dodge ability and your second win as you <laughs> tuck and roll backwards getting back to your feet kind of rolling up and away and taking a defensive stance uh, I rolled a 12. Ooh. And for the hit, I remember to add your constitution modifier as well. Okay. And then your d10 plus your fighter level for your second win. Okay. Uh, I will point out that if you do not sustain damage for the next top of your next turn, you will your rage will drop. Okay. As you take a full defensive round, uh, it does seem likely you will get hit, so I wouldn't be too concerned. Okay. But it is certainly possible. Uh, I think with it, I think you have to hold your ground with that feet, right? Or is it just you take the action, but you could still move if you wanted to? Yeah. So do you want to move or do you want to hold your ground? You've got basically 15 feet to move because you had to stand up. Yeah, I'll move. I'll move 15 feet uh, back. And I'll just be like, I'm getting away from this hot mess. That'll do. As value to see as Alana tucks and rolls, stands up, singed, burned, bleeding, hurt. Uh, but seemingly okay. You look uh, good. You too. What's going on? <laughs> I'm trying not to die. That is going to end Alana's turn and take us to this cloud over here 
You guys have perfectly moved into a lovely space. Oh no. Oh boy, oh boy. Where's my thingy? Oh boy, oh boy. Your boy's probably going down here, folks. Yeah, I need, actually, it's at the top of your turns. Ford, Alley, and Valentine. You guys just watch as this cloud just kind of like shifts and like loses sight. And then it just begins to kind of erupt and emanate from the ground at Valentine's feet and spread out in this massive 40 foot sphere of noxious fumes. You can begin to choke Oof. and cough and sputter. At the top of your turns, I'll need a save. Try and remember for me. Okay. As. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Bigby's hand flies up and is going to grab hold of Gord. Oh. Gordon, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Gordon. I rolled a, a 14, but can I use luck? Yes, you can. 22. Yes. Um, you watch as this cloud begins to kind of fill and and this poisonous fume begins to like surround you just as this hand begins to fly towards you and you can see it's, its hand is open. It's looking to grab hold of you and lift you up and away and to your left immediately, like five, 10 feet away is that terrifying crackling energy wall that surrounds the space. It's looking to throw you into it or hold you under it. And you just managed to kind of parkour jump up and over and kind of dodge over top of it landing in your cat-like grace as it then kind of comes to a rest still floating just behind you that's going to end its turn mary we're finally to you hooray and i'm so far away from everything so i don't even think i can see much of this because there's a lot of crap in the way you can just the, the lightning is pretty tall and the fire is it's not particularly tall, but it's very obviously different in terms of coloration here. So uh, you can see those two things, but not with great definition. No one's tried to hit the fire yet, right? Not that you know of. I think that's the only thing within my range. I actually will also at this point. No, sorry. Go ahead. You do your thing. We're not to the top of the round. I, I'm used to you being at the top and not the bottom. Sorry. I'm at the bottom. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't typically roll trash on initiative. Nope, that's um, my bad. Uh, yeah, can I just start moving forward to uh, so I can see everyone? Like, however, from her perspective, that would make the most sense. 30 feet just makes it basically straightforward. Gives you a pure line of sight on everybody, except, uh, actually, I should say, you don't have line of sight on everybody, because I think this is... Uh, yeah, this is like a fog cloud basically down here. You can see this massive kind of green fog down here. So you really only see, you can just kind of make out the back end of Atlanta and Honda for sure. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's Hondo's fog cloud that he thought was a good idea for some reason. It looks um, different. It looks okay. green <laughs> and poisonous instead of Hondo's typical kind of fog. Okay, and can you remind me, is Hondo by himself, or does he have two things on him right now? He's got two. 
Okay, I'll... He's in in melee of both this kind of... The lightning bolt that you saw, that is now this kind of snake-like lightning, and this weird, like, basically like a sword of black, forceful energy. Okay. Um... Oh, I thought I wanted to do, but that might change it. <sighs> no, I'm gonna have to second win too. Okay, bonus action. So I'm gonna have to use my bonus action for that. I wanted to kind of dash to get to melee with something, but I will do that instead. What are you at? I'm at 30 total, which mm-hmm. isn't terrible, but like, it could very quickly become not good. But it ain't uh, great. <laughs> no. Uh, 50, 40, 50. Now I just got extra 19 hit points from that. Nice. High level. That is great. High level. Okay. Um, and then I don't know if this is going to work or not, but I'll try to use my bow on the lightning that fucked my day up. You got it? Go ahead. That lightning one. Let, let's do, it's just normal arrows. It's not plus ones. So let's just see if this even works before I decide to take my second shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 19. 19 hits. Okay. Do I get sneak because Honda's there? You do. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good. 25 points of damage. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. You see the bolt strike and go through. So it doesn't seem like it did full damage, but it did seem to kind of break away where it does strike. Okay. Um, oh, okay, well, that went okay. I'll try the other thing that's near Hondo now. You're going to shoot the blade? Yeah. Okay, and Trying everything. That's a 22. That'll hit. Okay. <laughs> One on the damage dice. So that's a nine. Uh, it's still standing. That was not a particularly forceful strike. It's a smaller target, so it's a lot harder to, to get a good hit. And you actually don't hit. It just kind of forces it to move out of the way. I'll try again. Okay. Uh, it's a 23. That'll hit. That's an eight on the dice. Good job, D8. So that's 16 points of damage for that one. And with that, as it rises back up into its kind of space, you draw back now more confident and you fire and it just shatters. Okay, just take a deep breath. This feels slightly more manageable. And then notice that I can't see more than half my party and get Mm -hmm. concerned. That's it. Okay. At the top of the round, Mary, Hondo, you guys both hear those heavy metallic footfalls that Mary, that you heard before, Hondo, you're just hearing for the first time. Uh, they are approaching, and they are definitely coming from that door at the base of the tower. That's going to end that. And Gord, we come to you. Top of your turn, and you need to make a constitution saving throw for me. Come on, buddy. 16. That just succeeds. Uh, you would take Ooh. 22, reduced to 11 points of poison damage. Oh, boy, guys. I got 21 health black. 
That's enough. You get to continue your turn. The This arcane hand is right at your back, but you have your turn. What do you do? I'm going to hit it with my Soulbreaker chain. You got it. Go ahead. Make your attack roll. Twelve. A twelve, unfortunately, is not going to hit as the uh, this Bigby's hand uh, like catches hold of the chain and kind of casts it aside, almost like parrying it. You have a second attack with your Thirsting Blade feature of your Warlock Pact. You want to make a second strike? Get it. Let's do it. Thirteen? Unfortunately, <laughs> again, as you just what, did you, what did you roll? Oh my god. That sucks. What if I use luck? You can mm, try it's again. It's so scary. It's so scary to use luck on this. Yeah! At 25. There you go. That'll hit. Yes. Do I roll damage now? Yes, please. Yeah. Brock hasn't, you haven't used your chains in a long time mm-hmm. successfully. Remember to, add the, remember to add the additional uh, D8 fire damage. So 2D8 plus 4. Yeah, I'm just using like, like in the actions you just click it automatically it doesn't uh automatically add any additional damage that adds on so like like ali's like hammer deals additional d8s you have to like add those as well so just roll an additional yeah there's an additional d8 fire damage okay hold on so i rolled another six okay (laughs) uh with 12 points that's just enough as it, it casts off the first strike, the second, it just kind of spins around and you wrap it around. And as you tug back with the chains, you rip it in half and this hand just dissipates. There's no Watch. sound. It just whoosh, fades. That is your action. Uh, you have your bonus and movement and you are still within this like sphere of poisonous gas. Just on the edge. And he still has fire step up? He still has fire step up because he, oh, actually, you know what? I do need you to make a constitution saving throw for fire step. Uh, three. Mm, that is <laughs> drop fire step, unfortunately, at the top of this turn. But if you, you move this way, you'll be out of the, uh, out of the fog. Scary poison cloud. Yeah, do that. You move and you are free of the fog, and you do have a line of sight on Hondo. Unfortunately, not on Mary, but you can see Hondo, the lightning, and you can see the tower and the rest of the stuff. But there's like a massive ball of poisonous gas right here. That is going to end your turn, if you, unless you want to move any further. Uh, no. That's cool. The blade is destroyed. It takes us to Valentine. So lucky because my D&D Beyond was down for that, like for the last two minutes and I couldn't pull up my sheet. But I have to make a deck save, right? Con save. Or sorry, con? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Con. I don't know, I don't know, 16. 16 just succeeds. Oh, God. You take 11 points of poison <laughs> damage. Okay. I have one health. Okay. Well, it's good you succeeded. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was uh, that was gonna be an interesting turning point there. Okay. <clears throat> uh, does that little thing represent the cloud? Yes. In front you, of me, you can see there is like a physical manifestation that is it's emanating the cloud from it. So like there's this physical cloud within the cloud. Gotcha. Um, so it's like an aura around this figure that's casting this massive bubble, but it's the source. The giant fart cloud. Basically, I'm yeah. going to risk an attack of opportunity from the cloud. I think. Okay. To step towards Brawly. Okay. Yeah. To her. Yes, please. Okay. It is going to take a magical strike at you. So it's a melee okay. attack. Let's see. I shit you not. It's a natural twenty. Oh no! What's its actual? What's its actual attack? Twenty-eight. Oh fuck! I'm down. I'm down. It doesn't matter the damage because you do go yeah. unconscious. I'll just try and lunge towards Raleigh and then just get hit with it. Oh, actually. Fuck! I should have bonus action healed myself before. It wouldn't have mattered. Don't worry. It wouldn't have mattered. I'll tell you the damage. Yeah, it would have just hurt. But I do want to. You're technically not out of its range its reach is 10 feet and you didn't move too far you're at its range technically it doesn't get that attack yet that's that's oh. my that's my rules making you're you are within you're at its 10 foot range so it haven't stepped you. past but it if you went here it could get that but it's, okay. it's right here so technically sorry i take that back i you will have take not it. moved out of range uh, let's be smart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as I'm running, I'm gonna use the aura of vitality mm -hmm. just in cases. Two d six, roll it. Uh, six. Now I'm at seven health, and I'm going to um, grab Brawly's hand and Dimension Doris. Let me just check. Yeah, got fourth Dimension Door, and. Uh, Kyle, you tell me how realistic. Um, you see that thing, the like cool castle-y tower, like in the northwest corner. Yep. Like just the. Is that? Could I? Could we go up there? Uh, in theory, yeah. Yeah, just that's not like that. Literally, is on the field. It's not just like uh, yeah. set dressing. Yeah. Cool. You can, is that you the can wall? See. You guys can like see like the arcane wall. The arcane. No, 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 no. So, so all of this kind of curved area here, this curved area here, and obviously the tower there's remnants of like a curved outer court like hallway like you know the harry potter like hallways that would yep. go around like the green area it's like that around all this but mostly destroyed that section is the only still standing section then yeah i'll put us up there on the ramparts like all this dimension dress up there <laughs> and it collapses with us <laughs> it's precarious but you reappear up top safe and, and i'll just be like that was close Oh my god. Safe and sound. For now. For now. Action, bonus action, movement. Uh, that's yep. the end of your turn. Yeah. It takes us to this bolt of lightning. The bolt is, let's see, hang on. Uh, nope. The bolt is just going to punch Hondo in the face. <laughs> lightning bolt punched him in the face. It did not get its uh, lightning bolt ability, so it is just going to jab, jab Hondo. 
Zap, zap. Jab number one. Jab number one hundred is a twenty-one. Jab number two is more. Uh, Twenty-four. Oh, no. Unfortunately. Oh. Uh, what, how much health are you at? Uh, Twenty. I mean, I'm definitely going to put you down here, so hang on. So, oh, my God. That's a good point. You're going to want to probably do it on this one. Because this, <laughs> this is my shadow boxing advantage. I should get like four. You're looking at it. So the first one actually isn't too bad. It's only 14 points. Do you want to dodge that? Can I wait to see the next one before deciding? No. You either call it, you say you dodge now or you hold it and dodge the next one. I'll dodge the next one. Okay. Oh, he's such a gambler. Wait, yeah. what do you want to do? Yeah. I'll do, it. I'll do it. 14 points to you, so mark that off. Okay. And then twenty total for the second one. So reduce that to ten would deal twenty-four points of damage total to you. I'm down then. then with the second strike. So the key point there is the first one doesn't knock you, and the second one take those two death saves away from you. This one just puts you unconscious. True. 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 That's a key distinction. Uh, as unfortunately, Mary, you watch as just Hondo, you are, you were focused more on the blade. And as the blade is destroyed, you just turn and are taking your first stance to prepare to fight this bolt of lightning, but it moves as fast as you at the very least. And just <laughs> these two lightning jabs hit you hard and it just shocks you and you crumble. Everyone watches that as you're now in clear view uh and that's gonna end his turn it's just gonna stay the burn zap, 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 zap. um fast can move the burning hand can 25 the burn uh okay i'm gonna roll 10 or lower and it goes to hondo oh no 11 or higher it goes to mary there you go. 16, Mary. It turns on you. Let me see if it gets its on the back. It's not, so it's just going to punch you with fire. Punch! Uh, it's only an 18 to hit. Nope. Oh. It, it is, it's too indecisive in which direction it goes, and it just kind of oddly swings at you with this kind of fiery streak and you just dodge it casually. Just like do the side step. Yeah. <laughs> that ends its turn and takes us to Hondo. I need you to make a death save for me. Come on. Remember you have to subtract your gambling blade uh, from this roll. Just two, right? That's correct. Okay. Ugh. That is going to be a oh. Technically, that's a one. Oh no. That's two failed death saves. Uh, uh. H. You gambled, son. You gamble with that blade. <laughs> Alana, or to you. Someone heal me. Right here. Oh, okay. Um, Valentine so, is your healer. Yeah. I have so a potion. You just pull it out of my bag. Um. <laughs> Can I use uh, the... Actually, Allie, have... at the top of your turn here, your rage does drop. Okay. Because you, you did not take any damage. Okay. Uh, 
So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, in that case, I will rage again. Okay. And um, I have that cure wounds in the gem. Mm-hmm. Can I use that on Val? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's no way you can get to him. He's way too far. Yeah, no, I do is. have because and the thing is, like, if I I can't like throw it down or anything, because it'll shatter. So yeah, um, I do have potions. He's we like use... upwards of ninety feet from you at this point. And you already yeah. used the cloak too, so. And you guys would have yeah. to jump down. I guess you could teleport this through. Um. So sorry, Elena. If you want to use the gem, it's an action to cast on Valentine, just for action okay. economy's sake. So if you want to do okay. that, it's a two d two d eight plus. It's a Valentine who put it in there, so it's plus five. Okay. Uh. So you got three, three, and then the five. So Val heals eleven. 11. Thank you. So it's your You're action welcome. to you put the gem to his chest as you guys are kind of heading in this moment away from the fight. The gem's energy is expelled, so now it's just kind of a hunk of gem write that, down. that you can kind of pocket. You use your action just to get angry as you watch Hondo fall and the rest of this encounter kind of slowly coming to some kind of a head. Uh, are you going to stay up there? Are you going to try and jump down? What are you going to do? Uh, I'll just kind of turn to Val and say, what do you want to do? Should we go get him and see if we can get him up? Okay. Yeah. I have a bunch of potions. So you going to try and move? Uh, should I, do you want me to wait until your turn to teleport? Cause I can't. If you fall off, you'll take damage, which is good for your rage. Yeah. And I could try and, I'll try and get close no matter what. Gord might be able to get him. I would just keep your rage so you don't lose it. I don't okay. know how far up we are though, Kyle. How far up are we? Oh no. You guys are about 20 feet. That's not bad. Okay. 15, Can I 20? like. Can I do like a superhero landing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, jump off, go ahead and make uh, an athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Okay. Uh, I'll do uh, athletics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, t- 25. Yeah. Um, Punch the ground as you land. <laughs> you leap off and you just, uh, you take three points with the proper all reduced of damage, which is very okay. reduced thanks to everything you did. Um, little crater anime crater you only have half move from this point so you can move another 15 if you wanted to keep going forward uh yeah i'll go 15 towards him you got it that ends your turn there okay the cloud the cloud kill moves 10 feet away this cloud Shifts over to Gord. Gordon. Gord, you were trapped within the cloud once more. I'll just leave that right there. Uh, and let's see. Yeah, it's just going to keep doing that. Oh, it, it can still attack and stuff. Hmm. Well, Gord, you're kind of its only focus here. gonna shift over to you and you just see the cloud roll towards you and it comes forward with a heavy swat at you with this cloud that uh it's only an, uh, it's a 19 to hit you gord fuck 
Boy, oh boy. This start this fight started with a fucking dragon queen. <laughs> oh god. That's a bloody lightning bolt. Yeah. Cloud, that's the end of its turn. Mary, what are you? Oh boy, Mary. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> um Elbows. That lightning bolt, it's not mm-hmm. like the fire where it occupies the same space as somebody, right? Uh it like it can engulf, you mean? Yeah. It seems to have its own, like, space. Okay, so I'm going to have to dash to get to Hondo. 30. Yeah. 40. Yeah. Okay. 30, 40, 45. Okay. I think I just have a normal potion. I'm just trying to find it. Mary has three. three regular potions. Yeah, so now I have two. Getting deja Oof. vu. At least you're not in a cracking stomach this time. Short, shortly after he teleported onto the back of a giant something. Um, this is like the third time this has happened. Okay. Um, someone remind me what a potion is, just a regular? 2d4 plus 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. 4. I fell off the table. That's a four again. Oh, Hondo, you lucky son of a bitch. Hondo heals for 10. Mary, that is your action, bonus action, and you have 15 feet of movement left. So, sorry, uh, that's four health? You healed 10. Uh, 10. Oh, perfect. And that's straight from zero up. Thank you. Um, I will move around this thing back to kind of where I was. Yeah. And just, can I see that alley or hear the cheap superhero landing kind of behind me? Oh, yeah, you definitely heard that. Okay, I'll call out, something's coming through those doors. Something fucking big. That's it. And I'll look around and try to see where the fuck Gord is, and I probably can't see him. You cannot. Gord is in, like, no one can see within the cloud. It's, It's opaque gas. So unfortunately... This doesn't look good for our feline friend. Gordo. So what do you, we don't even know if he's down. Nope. Mary, is it the Did end of your turn? we hear that he took damage? No, I guess. No, you guys are no one's a cloud go over him. Yeah. You, you definitely saw the cloud. We know so, he's in a dangerous situation. I mean, you're all technically in a dangerous situation. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, you would have a good idea. that It's worthwhile to check on your party members that you can't see. I'm not going to say that, no, you don't know he's there. Like, no, it's... (laughs) Where is he? Who knows? It's understandable that you'd want to double check that everyone, especially those you can't see, are alive. But Admittedly, like, I was around and behind things, so I probably don't know Gord was there, but, like, Valentine was just fucking there. I saw where he was, too. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it's okay. But that's the end of Mary's turn. At the top of the round, before Gord rolls his death save... You hear those footfalls grow finally louder and louder. And from the main entrance, uh, you see the doors swing open. 
and standing in the doorway, you can see a large metal man. Singular orb-like eye sits within a large robotic frame. In its chest, this massive chest, you can see a circular plate of gold, the spinning kind of circular plate that you're all too far away to see anything on it. But on it, you can see like script. It's been etched in script in this kind of concentric circles all around this plate, this massive plate in his chest. Uh, it rushes forward, a book in one hand, arm under the other arm raised. And you say, he says, Welcome, valiant heroes of Asaria. Uh, oh. And he kind of looks around and he says, uh, the, the, the echoes of the past are not to worry about. They will soon pass. <laughs> uh-huh. Gordy, you roll death save. Oh, God. That's just a straight roll for that. It's just a d20. Each one. Yeah, just select All better than a 10. Ooh, next one. A one? Okay. Just rolling. <laughs> yeah, this would be a good time. Yeah, that is two, a one is two saves. That's it's two, two fails. fails. So. Uh, I have one thing of luck left. Okay. This is, this is it. 19? Okay. Ooh. That's it's really one, good. One success, mark that down. Oh man. Uh, ooh, mm, I I just kind of realized actually, I unfortunately have to. You can regain that luck because you're caught in a poisonous cloud. That's my mistake for even having you roll. The poison seeps into your lungs. You automatically fail one. So you it's keep not your two. keep your luck. You it's did roll two. one. So so regain that luck. That's my mistake. Sorry about that. Uh, that is the end of your turn with one fail, unfortunately. Okay, Valentine, okay. we're to you. God, so far away. <clears throat> and whose fault is that, Valentine? I was trying to save us. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, watch it. I'll leave you next time. Let me just check something. Oh, God, where are you? You still have concentration? Uh, he's still concentrating yeah. on aura of vitality, although I suppose you haven't been making concentration checks because uh, I forgot. But I didn't don't I know die? how much. Oh, I didn't die. No, I almost killed you. I took eleven that one time, so I could roll. Yeah. Throw me, throw me one. You have advantage. It's probably fine because you only have to hit a ten. But let's if you see. Fail both of these rolls. It's been a fun game. Uh, three and thirteen. So no, you're fine. Um, and I just want to see the range of aura. I think it's thirty. You are correct, it's 30. I will... Oh, fuck, but I won't be able to do that then if I pop my wings. Fuck. Action economy. Oh. <laughs> um. I have to do it. I gotta get there. I'm going to... Um, look very worriedly. Kylie, tell me if it's okay. Mm -hmm. Do you think I can assume things are going very bad for Gord if where we just were was a death cloud? You can assume based on the fact that Gord wasn't looking great and there was a cloud that just encompassed around yourself, Gord, and Alana. You don't, you didn't see Gord after you took Alana out and you don't see him now and you have actually a really good 
perspective across the battlefield. Yeah. In this heightened position, you look across and you can see that cloud and you don't see Gord. So you could assume he's at least within it. You're not sure if he's alive or dead or what, but he's definitely in the cloud. I will dimension door again. Uh, last fourth, pop over to that piece of rubble on the far right of the screen. This one up here or down there? Ah, uh, that one. And so I can hit him with my aura. Okay. And then trying to look through it, I'll just like try and just radiate that like healing energy from the Summer Queen and the Feywild into Gord. Being like, Gord, are you okay? And heal for 2d6. You hear no response, but you feel so, the connection. So bonus action done, uh, one and a five, so six health to you, Gord. Gord, you heal up six. And that's pretty much it. I'll just be coughing. Um, if I feel it connect with him, um, maybe I'll just like stumble away from the fog. Um, yeah, heal six, Gordo, uh, towards the robot, the ro the robot. Full thirty. Yes, please. Make them stop, robot! Please! No. Is that what you say? <laughs> I'll say, uh, we are champions! Please make them stop! Uh, at the end of your turn, he responds says, Not to worry, they will soon pass. <laughs> no, now, now, now! <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not in control of these. And that's the end of that. Okay. That ends. Valentine takes us to the lightning bolt. The lightning bolt is going to swizzle around here. Honda, you do get an attack of opportunity. Ooh. Kick his ass. Show that mean lightning ball through his boss, Honda. I mean, it won't be able to move. I don't know how that benefits you or makes it worse. Well. So, a 9 and 13. Uh, that definitely hits. 22, baby. Go ahead and roll damage with your sneak attack. Uh, oh, yes. Brilliant. Be sneaky. The total is not very good. Well, it's okay. 19 and eight. eight. 27. Because okay. I got three ones on the D4. For, oh, I got six one. <laughs> uh, the lightning bolt goes and it, it moves quick and it goes to like swirl around Mary and get on the other side of her like a snake. And you just stab down, piercing it and holding it in place. And it just kind of blasts and crackles out in multiple spaces. Unfortunately, its speed is now zero. Attaboy. Annoys me. So I want to do a cool thing. <laughs> Let's see. Can't do it anyways. So out of rage, it's just going to turn around with you, Hondo, on the ground and just punch, punch. Two attacks. Oh, no. Let's get the I, I shadow box. I should be able to, like, what do you want to find out? Let's yeah, find out. How good your AC is. My AC is boosted. Grace. Oh, yeah, this first one is only a 14, even at advantage. Okay. I dodge it and be right. like, what the fuck? You dig your, your blade in as you draw it back, just as the first strike comes down. You swirl up and you're about to kind of pop up, kick up, and land back up on your feet as it takes the second attack, which is a 25 to hit. That will hit. It's going to put you back down. I'll dodge it. You have your reaction, so hang on. 
No, you just use your reaction, so you don't. Isn't it a react? You just use your reaction to attack just now. Oh, right, right, right. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Two damage, I'll take it. You take 24 <laughs> points of lightning damage. And you are and knocked unconscious once more. As um, you you get you get the kip up back to your feet. Uh, but just as you kind of land, he clocks you in the back with lightning and shocks you and you fall on your face. Unfortunately, nearly getting that off. But he unfortunately is stuck in this space. Uh, and that is going to end his turn. Or its turn, I should say. The fire spins around. Let's see if it gets its fire back. It does not. I'm rolling my balls. It is going to punch Mary in the back of the head with fire. And it doesn't. I rolled the five. It's a ten to hit. Mary, does that hit? <laughs> sure doesn't. Heal me again. <laughs> Hondo, I need you to make a death save. Oh, oh. Someone want to heal me? Yeah, uh, trying to. On someone else's turn. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 The way you said 20. that, I thought it was gonna be a natural twenty. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Was jacked up. A twenty pops you back up, but unfortunately. Does it for Hondo though? I still yeah. yeah. I'm, a natural twenty still is gonna still count. Do its thing. Uh, but Hondo, that's one success. Alana, what to you? You're on the ground. Oh, I landed. Um, okay. What? So I obviously just heard this guy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not the one making it. Yeah, he, I'm you not heard the one doing this. Conversing with Valentine. He seems very nonchalant. Uh, yeah. Not concerned. These things will pass. Um, I'll just kind of say to him, like, Wait, what are you talking about? What What's doing this? We need to stop. We're all hurt here. We can't keep doing this. He looks and says, my apologies. Um, the echoes of the past are in the past. However, we are also in the past and the future and the present. This is an odd place. That's all I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was really like, oh boy. Okay. Um, um, and then uh, where is Gord from me. So he's far. Gord is way far. over here, down here. Uh, you see the cloud. Like, the cloud is. Hondo's also down. But... Yeah. Okay. So the edge of the cloud is about 65 feet. You don't necessarily know if Gord is on this point, but you can say the middle is about 80 feet to this point. And am I able to get to Hondo? Uh, you are. You get 30, puts you there. She goes more than 30, doesn't she? Uh, 35, puts you there. That is more than that. (laughs) (laughs) You have uh, 20 feet to Hondo still. Okay. Uh, You also have an action search. Yeah, and I'll use that. I was just going to say, yeah, I'll use the action action surge and uh, get my way over to Hondo. You got it. You get there, you use your action to dash. That only leaves you a bonus action. Okay. Well, Unless no, she hasn't used an action yet. Oh, sorry. Action so surge. First action, action surge now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you could give him a potion. And That's I it. was going to, so I'll give him, 
I have two regular and a superior, so I will use the superior. I believe... Actually, you know what? I don't know superior off the top of my head. I have it in my notes. I think it's 8d4. Inventory. Healing. Superior. Superior is 8d4 plus 8. Plus 8? Nice. 8d4 plus 8. Man, this fight, Jesus Christ. Right? I just need one more. Like, hills and valleys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dragon Queen's dead. That seems pretty good. Oh, timeless magic is killing us all. <laughs> what? Wow, I rolled really well. And then plus eight. So that is a total of 46. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's 46 health? Yeah. 46? Oh my god. Brother, you're an angel. Unmatched <gasps> by man. <laughs> that was so close. Don't go uh, down anymore. We got to stick together, I guess, now. I look over at, at the iron guy say, Tin Man, you better fucking stop this or I'll turn you into my metal jockstrap. Don't swear at the robot. <laughs> you wake up just in time to see him and he says, Well, I'm not in control of any of these effects. They are echoes of the past. They will soon pass. Well, make them pass now, you piece of metal shit. Hey, be nice to the robot. I am not in control of the echoes of the past. They will soon pass. Uh, that is the end of Allie's turn, unless you want to use anything for a bonus. No, she's good. She's, like, emotionally spent. That takes us to the cloud, and over top of old prone, unconscious Gord is going to take a strike. Is he unconscious again? Yeah, he's down. Or that is going to hit you. Or no, Val, you healed him for six, but he's unconscious or he's prone. Yeah, he's not unconscious. Val healed him. Oh, I thought he went down again. It still hits him for 24 to hit. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> Gord is unfortunately unconscious once more. Yeah, oh wow, that was max damage. That's 24, 29 points of poison damage. You definitely go down again. Um, unfortunately. That takes us to Mary. Okay. Um. Hondo's healed and in good shape. I think the plan is to just get away from these guys. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. I'm gonna, uh, Strike out at the lightning. Okay. That's a 19. Uh, that'll hit. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm using my Dragon Slayer, so it's not quite what I'm used to for my bonuses. Okay. So I'm also going to use Oliver. Get the fuck down you little 
cat shithead. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember what it's called. Okay, I'm gonna use a maneuvering attack mm-hmm. um, to add damage. This might be 10. There it is, so we'll do that first. Oh yeah, max on the 10. Mm-hmm. So that is 16 plus 22 points of damage. Mary, as you just spin and slice, you just cut it in half and it just whoosh, dissipates. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I use that for nothing, but that's fine. Uh, just uh, basically calling out to Alana, like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, never mind. The point was you're supposed to be able to use your reaction and half your movement to move without getting an attack of opportunity. But it doesn't matter anymore. Because like, it's dead. Because uh, it's dead. It's <laughs> like, Okay, and I'll just, well, fuck it, and go and try to swipe out at the fire. You got it, go ahead. I got two more attacks, may as well use them. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's actually not great. That's only a 17. That hits. Okay. Uh, so eight points of damage. Eight points. Uh, mm-hmm. You strike and you just you you carve the fire in two and you watch as one half just kind of fades away. It's now a much smaller fire, uh, but still standing. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Okay. Fuck this fire. Yeah, that hits. That's even higher than the last roll. Last one. That's max damage. How much? 14. Uh, you just once more just swipe through the middle, cutting through, and it is deftly defeated. Just like, as it, it like shrinks down, just like stamp it out with my shoe. Yep. Like it's fire on the ground. And just then look around. Uh, where is Valancourt? Can we get the fuck out of here? Over here. At the end of Mary's turn, the top of the initiative round, Gord, we would come back to you and you would automatically fail a death save if the effects did not dissipate. The lights are all weird. There we go. Whoa. Ah, Um, The effects dissipate as you guys all feel that rippling time dilation pass through once more, and the effect just... And this automaton at the step of the stairs just... See? I told you. It would pass. The echoes of the past are gone. Welcome, heroes of Vesaria, the Alabaster Tower. Where's Gord? Rush over to Gord. Uh, I I throw you a, a potion to give to him. Catch it, don't eat it. Pocket the potion. <laughs> you get to Gord. Gord is unconscious. Use my thing. Uh, you actually didn't even have to move that far, but yes. Aura Vitality is up for the fifth or seven. sixth? Seventh round? Oh, you heal for seven. Seven to him. And yeah, I think it is the seventh round. Um, so you could, if you wanted to, in the past, in the next. 16, 18 seconds, kick out 2d6, 2d6, 2d6. I'm going to put 2d6. 
three more? Okay, great. So another seven to you, Gord, so you should be at 14. I'll give you, Honda, what's your health? Oh, you gained a shitload there. 46. Probably, probably what are you? Uh, I am at 25 now. Oh man. Mary, what are you? 49. I'll give these to Brawley, the last ones. Nine to Brawley. <gasps> Thank you. I imagine that like, uh, like cherry blossom petals, like very like translucent, just floating around me that like drifts towards people just for a little color. You watch as, as you do, as, as this kind of aura does surround each person in, in kind, as they kind of finish delivering, they just wilt and it just kind of dissipates into that same ash that everything has been slowly dissipating to in this odd time dilation space. You just hear <laughs> stepping up behind you, this massive figure. I'll help Gorda. Um, hi, hi there. Thank Hello. you for, oh, how tall is this thing compared to us? Like compared to me? It's about 10 feet tall. Oh, man. Uh, you know, not monstrous, but tall. Thank you for welcoming us. Uh, Do not thank here. you. It is my duty. <clears throat> Could we come inside? Is that okay? You are most welcome inside the Alabaster Tower as heroes of Vasaria. Come along. Thank you. Oh. Do you have a name? You may call me. While my designation is Autonomous Lifeform Ratifying Eternal Duties, 0034625. But you may call me Alfred. <laughs> oh, Alfred. Yay, Alfred. Thank you, Alfred. Oh. As we walk, are we walking into the tower then? If you guys want to, it's up to you. If Hondo makes any motion towards this no, fucking no. thing, if he tries to steal its face, <laughs> steal its plate, stab it in the butt. It doesn't have a face necessarily. I'm... It's got one massive eye and then like plating. And then there's this kind of odd gold circle in its chest. And the voice is just kind of like playing out of it. I, So as we're walking past it, I stop and I look at it and I say, listen, you rust bucket. If anything happens to us in there, I'm going to melt you down into a toilet, take a big shit, and then melt it again so that you're permanently a big piece of shit. You got that, you motherfucking rust bucket? I understand your hostility. However, all of your attempts would be in vain. You would surely be destroyed. Please do not attempt any such activities. And welcome to the Alabaster Tower. Come along. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Alfred. He does not speak for us. That was very rude of him. We appreciate your hospitality. Hondo, manners. It is okay. I am sure you have traveled a far distance. Hostilities are expected. <laughs> you seem to be, are you expecting us? You seem to know a lot about our journey. I have been expecting heroes from Vasaria for a very, very long time. Well, we we are these heroes, I believe. How do you Excellent. how do you know that we're not, you know, have other intentions? What intentions hmm. do you think the heroes have? Well, surely, heroes such as yourselves would not be so concerned for one another's well-being if you were not well-intentioned. You rush to the aid of everyone, and though you attempt 
veiled threats. They are not with purpose behind them or intent. Am I, am I able to insight check a robot or how does that work? You are using the best of your intentions to try and you get nothing. Yeah, I figured. There's just like not even face. any emotion behind anything. <laughs> so like, yeah. There's just nothing you can do. How about us walking into this thing? What is it? What does it look like as we get close? So as the battle has finally fallen and you get a chance to really look around, as I described kind of mid-battle, there are these kind of ringed walls that are mostly destroyed with the exception of the section that Brawley and Valentine, you guys were atop at one point. You can see there were archways that would have looked inside and there would have been halls and rooms and there would have been extensions of other passages and maybe even other towers or other sections but either the dome of the energy or the crash or you know you're not entirely sure what's passed in near 500 years it's just sheared off and seemingly ended the tower is kind of the only remaining structure as you make your way towards it now it sits at somewhat of an odd angle you can see the entryway and like the stairs are it's all kind of canted ever so slightly like a 15 degree like it's not a ton but enough noticeable um as you enter from this courtyard uh you look around uh the core of the tower is relatively intact though kind of embedded in snow and ice and sitting at this angle like i said um but you can just see despite the way i had it portrayed there this brilliant white alabaster stone um, the entryway, as you make your way like inside through the main doors, you immediately see a circular hallway that curves around the exterior and disappears out of sight. And centrally, there's this pillar of alabaster, like a second tower within the tower. And you can see all across it, these golden sigils, several doors sporadically up along its length. You see multiple steps of floating steps that kind of spiral around in constant movement these constantly shifting like escalators around the exterior of the inner tower inside in perpetual motion. Uh, immediately kind of Alfred leads in and steps aside which is kind of a gesture for you to continue and file in. But about 10 feet in, no, sorry, about 15 feet in, you can see there are eight mounds of white rubble and stone that are stacked against the exterior of the inner tower like spokes of a wheel and these kind of individual stacks of stone roughly anywhere roughly five to seven feet in length small mounds the otherwise in the interior of the tower is immaculately clean despite the otherwise state of destruction and uh, the doors close as the last of you kind of make your way inside and alfred just says welcome again to the alabaster tower now my master would certainly like to speak with you but you look rather hurt perhaps you would like a moment of rest i look at the party when he says master um yeah i think we could use a rest yeah or maybe you could heal us i'm sorry i'm not a healing robot does this is a robot get <laughs> one you idiot hey hondo stop being so rude to this nice robot there it's are many constructs from the planes beyond but mostly in mechanists but also in the halls of arcadia many uh, 
creations, such as myself, are capable of healing. I, unfortunately, am not. Alfred is... That's, that's a place, yes. right? We've in the Carvals, That's another right? option. That's another we fought option. that shit, right? Oh, yeah. Alfred, is there a safe place we could rest? Where you no are safe spooky... inside. Oh, here? No time magic scary stuff is going to happen here? The time dilation does affect all within the tower and outside the tower. Unfortunately, you are trapped within. Trapped within? There is no escape. <clears throat> um, that's a lot to take in right now. You guys want to just take a breather here for a bit as we chew on that? Yeah, um, we kind of all look like shit. <laughs> uh, obviously, time dilation is scary when we're on a time crunch in general life outside this tower. Does um, the amount of time we spend here, say say for some reason we are to get out, um, not by escaping, but just, you know, by other means, um, the more time we spend here, is that going to fuck with whenever we get home? You ask Alfred? Yep. In truth, I am not sure. I have been counting and calculating ever since this time lock has been initiated. It has been 459 years, 12 days, 16 hours, and 3 minutes. I'm okay. unsure how it would affect mortals such as yourself. Got any food, rest bucket? I have no need of food, and unfortunately, any rations that would have been here would have long passed their due 458 years ago. Okay, um, let's just take a seat. Keeps getting better, this guy. Alfred, is time a flat circle? That is an <laughs> interesting question. I will ponder. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's 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 rest while Alfred rests. Don't know what you see in this. What don't you see in this wonderful robot up. man? He is so kind. I thought you of all people would love some sort of droid robot. More valuable as scrap metal, as a rusted dagger. You bite your since tongue. Is, since when is Hondo hated robots? This is a new development Apparently, to this person. I, I hate this guy. Uh, why? He's so kind. Okay, can we all take a short rest? You guys cool yes. with this? Yes. Oh my um, goodness. DM that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys just kind of emit, just kind of fall Crash. down within this <laughs> entryway. It's not particularly, um, you know, well, um, what's the word? Furnished. Um, it's just straight up an entryway and then obvious signs of markers of some kind. Um, so if you guys want to go are ahead we rolling our it. die or yeah you guys yeah. are more than welcome to do so it. good at it now they add it for you it's so great do we have a song of rest Scott or no you sure do I'm singing it okay. listen I'm sure we're going to get through this we've always gotten through a time lock the abyss hell it's more less of a song more of like just a motivational rambling so add what is my song of rest now Where are you? I don't think it increases. I think it's still a D6. Yeah, I think it's just a D6. I think it's always just a D6. I don't think it changes. Oh, it's a D10 now. Oh, does it just follow your hit die or your uh, bardic? Maybe it follows my inspo? Hmm. 
Cool. If you are any um, friendly creatures who can hear you perform, regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. So you have to spend one. Each of the creatures regains an extra 1d10 hit points. So that extra d10 shall be an eight. Okay. Well, everyone can heal those uh, additional eight on top of any of your hit dice and any of right. uh, your abilities and stuff like that. Um, and I think this is a good point here to pick up next time. Ooh. Uh, this is a, you guys succeeded in the battle. We'll find out what happens after the short rest with more with Alfred next time. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next time as the wild cards begin to discover the secrets of the Alabaster Tower and the ominous time lock. There will be a new episode up every Tuesday, so stay tuned. But until then, keep exploring.